0: Oh, hello there, and welcome—or welcome, <laughs> welcome back—to what's left to do. I'm your host, Janelle Jolly. So we are about to dive into part two with Holly, and honestly, there is a ton here that I don't even know how to neatly <laughs> summarize. So uh, let's just let's jump right back in. When Bernie announced in 2016 or 2015, 2016, you you decided to start. Um, volunteering, my my next question was going to be, what made what attracted you to him in in the 2016 campaign and not Hillary, since she was like the heir apparent? What what was your thinking then? Uh,
1: my dad had just had a heart attack, and he was a veteran who like my family had to pay mortgage and all this stuff, and mm. I just went down to help them. And this is, like the one presidential candidate that's coming out saying like, hey, we need healthcare for everybody, mm, and I'm like intimately in this like healthcare experience of like changing my whole life and like to take care of my family Mm. and i know that like in your 20s like i cannot be the only one who's like family has some sort of health scare something that you derail your work or Mm -hmm. school ambitions Mm -hmm. to focus on your community and your family yeah and like there's people who take care of their family from the time they're young all the way through having to do all this um so i'm just lucky that it that my family is fine and and they're able to take care right. of themselves. Right. Um but even since then between the 2016 campaign and the 2020 right. campaign um my stepmom had a tumor removed mm. that had gotten to be almost 30 pounds. Ah! Because she did not have healthcare to go and get it looked at hey. when she noticed and it would have been a few pounds. So like when I Whoa. saw her after that it was like she had just gone through like a crazy wow. body transformation. Yeah, because she had lost so so much to this tumor. So um, and luckily it was it was not cancerous, thank goodness. Oh god, that's um, scary
0: that it even got to that point. Good right. Grief.
1: And and so when I think of like, do I support Bernie? Like, of course I support Bernie. I've seen him on C SPAN since he was the only one there yelling at an empty room. Yeah, and so, like, right. I of course, as soon as he announced, mm-hmm. like, I knew did you, did what you Bernie have was there for.
0: Even a moment of like no. hill- oops? Come on, that was quick. Not even. Didn't even get In <laughs> <Not laughs> a second. <laughs> didn't even
1: get that. I I had been watching Bernie on C SPAN since since I was like end of middle school, right? Um, and so throughout high school I was busy making my bad decisions, but I still I still did watch C SPAN. Sure. And so I I knew um what Bernie stood for. And as soon as he said he was running, mm-hmm. I didn't feel the need to hesitate on it. I didn't have that minute of like let me question what this person is about because mm-hmm. like for little years i had already seen him like standing around telling absolutely no one yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly what he thought mm. um when nobody was listening so sure. i don't see why you would lie at that point because nobody was listening mm. um so i i mean like like anybody having a first female president will be great i know that's really important to um mm. Like, especially people like my grandma's age, who you know, don't have 40 years to look for a potential female president. Um, But what I really need is, like, something that helps my family.
0: Come on, (laughs) say it again.
1: So I definitely was just, like, 2016 in it for the challenge. Like, please do bring up Medicare for all. Like, that Uh, needs to be a conversation. So you were
0: viewing it as, like, hey, this is a way to expand the discourse um, to include... um, policies and issues that don't get talked about enough in public exactly and okay. he
1: did better in 2016 than than i expected mm, I think like mm, most wildly yeah, yeah, yeah. um and i think it's also because he has been an independent for so long and so many people just feel very trapped and like I have to register as a Democrat so that I can vote in the Democratic primary and yeah, get yeah, hopefully yeah. a better person than yeah. I otherwise would have had mm. if I just wait until the general and then like vote because yeah, yeah. so it's a lot of like how the primary system works mm. and a lot of people that are consider themselves independent have political beliefs but don't sure. you know ascribe to a political party mm. kind of recognize that that both of them fail in their own ways mm-hmm. um, and that it's not. Uh, it's not like some taboo thing to mm-hmm. like recognize that both of them fail in their own ways sure, sure. um and that we just have to do the the best we can mm-hmm. and i think that's a a very simple reality that expresses itself very complicated
0: sure sure sure. did you do you at that point did you cons- or at that point at this point however you want to put that um do you consider yourself a leftist or a progress like what is your preferred identifier of yourself politically
1: i don't usually pick one
0: ah okay it's not important
1: um so yeah i am technically like on my little check box on my voter registration i think it's still dumb from the from voting in the primary no, no, no,
0: not your um, i don't care about that i'm saying what do you how do you uh-huh.
1: i think that most of the time um i say independent mm-hmm. because that's easiest but that's not actually anywhere on like that doesn't express anything on the like left, right spectrum when Mm -hmm. people are looking for like what you are. Mm. Um, And the reason I kind of don't pick a label is because um, people will assume a bunch of stuff when you are Mm. and they're not usually the right stuff. They're Mm -hmm. usually Mm. nothing actually related to that. Mm. Um, They're whatever stereotypical version uh, of that is. It's, it's Not usually what it actually is, um, and I actually find it really, uh, rhetorically helpful when people say, like, well, you're just being this, and mm-hmm. I can be like, actually, I'm not, mm-hmm. I just want to talk about this issue I see what you're saying. and this issue, I see. Um, so it's really, I, I definitely prefer it. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on like who I'm with, if they're like, hey, are you leftist, I'll be like, sure, like. Sure. I, depending on who I'm talking to, if mm-hmm. I know what they mean uh-huh. when they're asking that, like uh-huh. I'm okay saying it, um, but I don't go around being like, I'm a social democrat or I'm like a sure. uh, anything particular.
0: I understand what you're saying, and I don't think that you have to be labeled or be provincial about any labeling but how with with or without a label how would you describe your politics
1: oh i definitely am mm. a, everybody should have health care and free education both those things should be included mm-hmm. um honestly a lot of things that are typically talked about is like this is a cost i think of it as like this is an investment mm. and if i like politically what i want is to invest as much in people to Mm. be the best people they can. What I want is to give as many people as possible the ability to do the best that they can do Mm. to improve themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like a very selfish way to look at it because I think we have a very selfish society in Mm. some ways. Mm. Um, But having like the least harm for the least number of people. Sure. Like how can we have a society where the like lowest standard of living um is one that we think is like actually livable Uh,
0: mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm,
1: mm um one where i don't have to go to bed and be like i'm really glad i ate dinner because i know that probably a million people didn't Mm -hmm. because that's a hard world to live in Mm -hmm. and because like as humans you have this like cognitive knowledge i know there is this problem Mm. And there's not a lot you can do about Mm. it. And so in the end, like, you just kind of feel bad Mm. for knowing. Mm -hmm. And then people are like, I don't want to know. And that's worse. Mm. And then other people are like, I know. And now I feel bad. And that's also not good. Mm -hmm. So, like, how can we change the fact that we know these objective things? Mm. Like, people are hungry. Mm. How can we resolve that? And if we do resolve it, what external and like contextual impacts where will there be to that mm-hmm. people will probably be more productive mm-hmm. i would bet that if everybody knew that every single person in the world was able to eat that day that mm-hmm. they would probably sleep better at night mm-hmm. for no particular reason mm-hmm, mm-hmm. other than that like
0: my m- fellow men women yeah. have full bellies yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
1: it's just a nice thought and there's like Obviously, no scientific, tangible study related to, like, how did people's brains work if they know someone else no, ate. No, but I think, there are, I think no, there are ones on, like, if you ate and if you are doing well. There's, like, no, but if also- rats will feed a friend kind of thing. No, but
0: also with, like, are you familiar at all with, uh, like, Case Deaton? Like, the Deaths of Despair, like, that that body of research that has gotten gained a lot of purchase um, in the last... Since like twenty sixteen, only
1: the faintest amount. Okay,
0: that's fair. So, so basically, what what their research supports is that with a lot of the um, deaths of despair from the opioid crisis um, that you know is ravaging large swaths of the country, um, what they find is that like even for people who People in the communities that have been ravaged, who are not directly affected, either you know, with a family member or someone they directly know, um, uh, uh, that has you know been caught in the throes of addiction and, mm-hmm. and the associated kind of social maladies associated with that, that their perception of their community's health is 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 negatively affected because they know that people oh, around. Oh, I would totally believe are, that. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I think that that supports some notion of like. Hey, I feel, I feel a little bit more at ease knowing that people are, okay, that people are fine, or people are being taken care of, or people yeah. are not suffering. I think, I'm looking I think for, that's for a more of a thing.
1: prime health. It's a very yeah. human thing, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the time, um, we do get caught up in like discussion that is sciencey, mm-hmm. which is very valuable. But like you bring up a really good point that some things are just very human. Yeah and that it even, be even, if yeah, if, even if we can't yeah even if we can't explain plan. it yet that doesn't mean we'll never be able to explain it right but that doesn't mean we should wait to do something That's about right. it That's until right. we can explain That's it right, right? Mm-hmm. um i actually one of the uh kids i grew up with um he had an addiction and actually ended up uh dying of infection not uh, not yeah, the addiction yeah, yeah, itself yeah. because mm-hmm. he was living outside and homeless at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I grew up with him since before I can remember mm-hmm. and he died just last year Wow. Um, yeah and like god I can't imagine for like his mom being at his funeral like seeing his mom yeah yeah like yeah there's politics and there's like hey this is the good policy and whatever and then there's like remembering the human impact and the human aspect of those policies and like how do we put people first and like meet them where they're at to do the most good possible um i when i have to talk to a conservative person i usually tell them that i want the most bang for our buck Mm -hmm. and if people aren't if people aren't actually you know doing better for it then i'm not getting the bang for my buck like yo those police people in my in my hometown uh redwood city I'm on one of those uh, things where you keep track of your hometown, even when you don't live there. (laughs) Um, They recently gave, I think it was like $3 million. They increased the police budget by like $3 million this year. Um, And then a couple months later, they announced that they had to cut the fire department budget Mm. by, you could guess how much, by about $3 million, closing one of the largest fire stations for that city. Mm. And so people in that city. Would then <laughs> have to rely on. The city next door. Mm-hmm. To like have their firemen come over. And that that particular fire department. In a year where we've had a shit ton of fires. Mm-hmm. Um, is one of the busiest ones. And so. The thing is like. Am I getting. Are we as a community. Getting the most bang for our buck. By closing a fire station. And increasing police budgets. So that they could have literal vacancies. Um, and like even if those were not vacant and they were doing something like is what they are doing contributing or pulling from community health and is right. there a way that like everything we are doing can be with that in mind and toward that avenue mm. as opposed to like i think what you focus on is what you're going to get because it's how you are preparing yourself mm-hmm. to enter a situation
0: from everything that you've gone through understood felt experienced blah blah mm-hmm. What is your understanding of our political world, institutions, processes, whatever in the United States right now? Like, what is your understanding of things? I'll just leave that open so I don't confuse oh, the question man. anymore.
1: I got, I got a couple.
0: Um, ooh, ooh, run them down.
1: Let's Let's start with the individuals. So uh-huh. I think that um, a lot of times we have a representative, um, and they are similarly abstract as politics is abstract. Mm-hmm. They aren't, you don't think of them as like, somebody I'm going to call, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah. And you need to call. Mm-hmm. Sometimes <laughs> you just need Sorry. it.
0: Sorry, hold on. He has a, he has a, he has a package. Sorry. No, I'm with it. Oh, I okay. think that's the right he, thing. He so.
1: Oh, Yeah, sometimes you need a package. That's why, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, that's why I oh no no worries, no worries. <laughs> um, I like it uh, mm-hmm. I
1: think that what, what happens is that um, when they are abstract in that way when you can't call them uh-huh. when you can't get something from them mm-hmm. um, it ends up being that like they don't exist for you but you
0: can call them
1: I mean, you, you can, can call their if office if you know how to call their office and if you get their office, you know what to ask for. Uh-huh. It's, it's kind of like a maze, right? And mm-hmm. most people are like little mouse at the beginning of the maze. Uh-huh. And like, even if there's some cheese over there, I have no idea how to get there. And it uh, takes a while to mm-hmm. figure it out, mm-hmm. right? And people don't have this kind of like, extra time and extra mental energy
0: to learn about the labor board, learn about the labor board
1: and know how to call them and know how to print out all your own papers and know how to send it with the signature thing and then know how to get it back. Mm -hmm. And then like, if those things don't work, Uh, what to do next. uh And so even if you like cognitively know there is an assembly office that I can call Mm -hmm. the amount of effort that Uh, it is uh between knowing that Uh and Actively having your assembly office do something that is useful for you Mm -hmm. like walk you through a wage theft problem or Uh, help with your landlord with uh, your eviction uh or um, if you want to start a union like can they answer those questions like they aren't a one stop can do everything kind of place Uh and so what happens is that a lot of people have a lot of problems Mm -hmm. and nobody knows where to go exactly for them Uh So what happens is we're all kind of running around like chickens Mm. with our heads cut off. Mm -hmm. Like, what do I do? Is this the right thing? How do I find it? Mm -hmm. It's a mess. Mm -hmm. It's just a mess.
0: Can I ask, though, because you have much more of a background in specifically California politics than I do, because I'm I'm not from here, you know, whatever. But like, talk me through, in your opinion, how a Nancy Pelosi happens. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, she. I mean... Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I think she, she in my mind is like, while everyone right, rightly has a lot of smoke for like Mitch McConnell, there's like, there's very little focus on how she is a, the ring leader of a lot of, um, of a lot of, uh, material dispossession for people and i'm specifically th- and i'm getting worked up as mm-hmm. i'm talking about it, but i'm like, specific up. thank you I- i'm specifically thinking most recently about how she completely fucked everybody by by dragging her feet on the stimulus negotiation money. before the election and now with our money right and i'm t- and, and this is like the most dire economic situation that most people hopefully will ever experience and they hopefully said won't they would make worse. it
1: great it ended up being a lot more like great depression right but, exactly um, so it's yeah. like how do you
0: how in that case where you have an elected official who you know sh- who rhetorically tries to make herself appear as you know you know, I understand what my constituents needs and I, you know, I understand what my constituent needs are and I work hard to take care of them just like everybody else in Congress. But it's like, no, the fuck you don't. And so, like, why? And, and I'm asking this. Obviously, I didn't vote for her. This go round. I've never voted for Nancy and I would never will. But how does a Nancy Pelosi happen where you can you can successfully for 20 plus years piss on people and tell them it's raining and they're like, oh, yeah, uh huh, right. Um, you know what I mean? I it's so
1: sad. I'm going to tell you a couple of things that I try to keep in mind whenever I uh, am super frustrated by some representatives. And that is that um, America is ridiculously mobile. And that means Mm. that voters move Um, a lot. mm, mm. Um, What it's something like a third of people will move within a two year period. Hmm. And so obviously not the same people moving every two year period, but decently mobile um we don't have any kind of automatic registration so anytime someone moves Mm -hmm. they will need to Mm re-register so maybe maybe not Mm -hmm. um so first i'd say we would have like a really big registration issue um why is that that.
0: not a core party function for democrats
1: i wish i had a answer for that okay that's why i would not be a democrat yeah because you need to register voters um (laughs) some some local orgs do that which is Mm -hmm. amazing and which could easily work with some more party people and uh and do more but Mm -hmm. um so first like we definitely have a registration issue the second thing i would say is that um something like two-thirds of people do not know the three branches of government like you could name the three branches of government right now right
0: the judiciary, the legislature, and the White House. And the executive There branch. you go. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm.
1: See, super easy. Two-thirds of people can probably not do wow. that. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure it was exactly two-thirds. So but someone I- can fact-check that. But I'm just saying it's a lot. A yeah, lot yeah. of people like, do not know. Name, sure. um, yeah, like over half do not know. Mm. Um, so when they see something like, my representative is Nancy Pelosi, and she's fighting for this aid and Which that's pretty much all they know mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. they don't have the full picture they're losing a lot of context mm-hmm. because they don't have the political knowledge and then they'll go out and they'll say something like i i love pelosi because she's doing this thing mm-hmm. and someone else like me is over here like what are you even talking about right, right. because i know all, more of the things mm-hmm. um and it's not that they are stupid voters. It's not that they are stupid voters. It is that they are not necessarily informed voters. That's fair. Um, fair. And I mean, like even some of those people are going to be really mad because they just heard me say that. And they're like, but I am informed and be like, but you voted for Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) Right. So so the thing (laughs) is that um, when someone has voted a certain way for a really long time, Mm -hmm it's the same thing that's like with other decision-making like as soon as you've made a decision you're more committed to that decision Mm -hmm. than you were before you made it Mm. um and so people who have voted for nancy pelosi like four or five times it's not just recognizing nancy pelosi has messed up this time Mm -hmm. so i'm going to vote against her this time it's recognizing that she messed up this time and that i enabled that because i voted for her last time Mm. And so I am the reason she is there to Mm -hmm. mess up in this way. So by admitting a failure Mm -hmm. of a representative who you yourself voted for, Mm -hmm. some people take that as like, I'm attacking the representative, but, and the policy they did, but they'll take it as like a personal attack. They're like, I voted for that person and I want them to be doing this thing. And so because you don't like that policy, you don't like her, you don't like me. And we're like all against each other Mm -hmm. as opposed to, no, I just don't like that policy if we could just change the policy, Mm -hmm. I really don't care who votes for it Mm -hmm. as long as it's the right policy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think a lot of it is habitual voters who do remain in place. Mm -hmm. So that's really hard. And then a combination of that where when new voters come in, Mm they are those lower information voters. It's not that they're, maybe they were very informed about their old place that they lived, but they moved. And so now this is different Mm -hmm. and whatever, Things they knew from their old state It would be great if those carried over But like they fucking don't They they have to relearn Like from 18 Like how do you register When do you register Mm. Who is your representative Like it's starting all over again Mm. It's this huge uphill learning curve When they You know They just are trying to survive life And they want to be responsible and like vote
0: So is, is is the net of what you're saying Like part of part of your understanding of why things are the way they are right now is because uh, like of a combination of like the mobility of the american people and maybe the the barriers to s- level, some level of accountability for elected officials like the uh, like The example you said of like having this you know vague knowledge of you know my assembly person you know my assembly representative is x person but then like the the like the downstream kind of actions there is like okay finding you know their website finding the number and or right person their office or even like
1: uh i have an assembly person and i have a house representative and they call the House representative, uh-huh. but it's not actually a federal issue. It's a right, state thing. Right. Or, for example, there was a couple of years ago, I saw a map, uh, San Mateo County, my county. It was a map of lead in water mm-hmm. and the amount of lead in water that the counties had reported to the CDC and mm-hmm. my county was missing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is my county information not reported to the CDC to appear on this map? Um, so then I'm a really annoying political person. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I called (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I was like, Hey, County health, like who handles this? Mm -hmm. And I went through, I don't know, three or four days Mm -hmm. of calling different offices and trying to find who was Mm -hmm. the person that is supposed to send this existing led information that I know we collect. Yeah to the CDC and why wasn't it sent there. Um, and in the end I was able to find a very nice lady who conducted the lead testing for different schools in the area. Um, but she was not the person who compiled or reported it and didn't know like why it wouldn't have been reported. Mm. And my federal representative office sent me back a stock letter, Hmm. looking at you rep who spend my whole life who I like, but you write too many letters (laughs) only letters. Why are you never saying something about healthcare? (laughs) Anyways, I like her. She, she's a good representative, but she could be better. And like, that's the thing. Um, and so ultimately like long, 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 long story short. Um, basically like we just need more than what we're getting, right? And there's no way to find that. Even if you have three days like me to spend on the phone to find the answer to this one thing mm-hmm. that should be like very easy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Report your lead data. There's right. what, what is so hard about this. Why are half the place is not doing it? Like right. there's those gaps mm. and those exist not just like in lead water reporting. I'm sure there's ones like that in education. You I'm know. sure there's ones like that in wastewater. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's ones like that all over the map. Mm. And... How do I hold someone accountable to report that so that other people in my state know mm. that other people in my County know um, when I can't even find like who's compiling that information. And that's not what's happening. Mm. Um, and how, like, honestly, how would you hold a Nancy Pelosi accountable when she has been elected for 30 years and we
0: child- can't I even mean, wasn't doors? the right guy, but like, ch- like why can't, I mean, I think I think the answer is implied, but why cannot we mount a serious challenger to this ghoul who should have been gone? Because I don't I don't know how this yeah. I don't know how her politicking the issue of the stimulus and how she bungled that. like so royally and so nakedly, because the election
1: just passed and by two years from now everyone will have forgotten
0: no right but i'm just saying how is how how i mean she's the speaker of the house and she you know she she can fucking destroy you i get it so i do the answer to how is because she has amassed an enormous amount of power over her caucus this is how but it's just like how are not also
1: ultimately like the caucus shouldn't matter when the voters are in your district like, mm, right. screw whatever Coxes you're a part of. Like, what are you doing for voters in right, your district? Right. But I just um, don't
0: understand how there's not been a. I understand how rich people coalesce and, 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 uh, what is the word? What's the phrase? Like, uh, close ranks behind her. Well, they got that time.
1: Right. they got time and money right. to do it that's working class people don't have time that, and money to right. do that Exactly.
0: okay so that's a silly i mean, I I mean it, 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 to uh-huh. it's
1: it's not silly though it really is the core of the problem is that if people are so busy just trying to survive yeah. that they can't hold their representatives accountable that's um, how they
0: get away with bullshit they get away with bullshit mm. and
1: then you know it just exacerbates the problem yep. and then people are trying harder to
0: survive this is, this is what i'm trying to not- Pull out of you. What does accountability look like for for working people? If we if we if we take as a given the time constraints and like exhaustion and just you know trying to trying to you know keep a roof over my head and maybe you know two hot meals a day. Like, what does accountability look like for a responsive government? And I I asked that out of my own Eggs. sheer frustration. <laughs> what?
1: throw eggs at them. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of the classics, eggs and rotten tomatoes. Um, but I...
0: Like, is the goal, is the, is the best we can hope, for, I, I ask this partially cynically, is the best we can hope for is to recruit a generation of Hollies who are dedicated to a politic, a politic that, you know, provides for and lifts up, you know, the widest swath of people to like you know help out on campaigns when like professionally or you know work on some you know long-term political like is that the best we can think to do
1: um I think it has to be a combination um because any any movement like that will get us right back where we are right now right Mm -hmm. where 20 years from now there will be uh holly 20 years from now sitting right here being Mm -hmm. like hey these people are unaccountable now Mm -hmm. because they're just ushered in in like a wave and then we expect the wave to do the thing we wanted Uh, it to do and like is that is is enough
0: we take our is it we take our eye off the ball yeah okay yeah
1: it's it's that we need to be a more involved on a regular basis i think that's what will lead to more accountability it depends on what you're doing so if you're single mom and you like are super busy all the time, mm-hmm. I'd say like writing an email that you're mad that schools are reopening. Mm-hmm. Like that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's like some measure of accountability. Um, if you are, you know, a retired person who has plenty of time yeah. and it's not a pandemic where you're going to get sick cause stay home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then you can show up to your representative's office and be like, Hey, I need a meeting. Cause we have, you know, I have these 10 retired friends and mm-hmm. we need a meeting. We care about our grandkids. Mm-hmm. Like you can do additional things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what it is, is just everybody doing the little bit that they can mm-hmm. and not being super harsh on yourself when you can't. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think part of the reason that people pull away is cause it feels very all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Everything is dire. Everything is catastrophic. Mm-hmm. And I can't do everything, so I won't do anything. It's like the dishes we were talking about earlier. (laughs) Um, So even just doing, like, minor things Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like a lot, but ends up adding up. Just like how we phone bank one call adds up to a lot. So if you can phone tree with your friend's preschool class and be like hey when i hear something Mm. about education i'll let you guys know we'll like phone tree down like Mm. even groups of like five friends or whatever so is it more about totally fine
0: like durable uh this is a term that i'm just pulling out of my ass but is it more about durable like micro organizing yeah i would say
1: it's much more about Um, the longevity of organizing. So organizing so far has been very boom and bust. Um, And there's a lot of organizations which are trying to fix that, that do amazing work, that do work between cycles. Um, So I know there's uh, this group called Surge. It's S-U-R-G. I believe it's Students United for Racial Justice. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I know they have been doing work in a couple of different states Um, And I actually have a friend who is volunteering with them in Georgia right now. Mm. And so there's, there's orgs like that. Um, A lot are also boom and bust orgs. I did some, some work with March for Science, which uh, had a lot going on for in like 2017 Mm. and then kind of busted and and hasn't had a lot going on. Um, And so there's a lot of effort that goes into this steep run up. And then collapses pretty much every election cycle from almost every Mm -hmm. different candidate, Mm -hmm. right? That has these volunteers and these workers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think what needs to happen is that we as community members, if we expect someone to be accountable to the community, um, need to organize in ways that do not depend on elected representatives
0: what is that what do you mean by that and what does that look like um, use your imagination i'm not so saying like necessarily right of, now but even
1: if uh mm-hmm. always volunteering on a campaign i i love campaigns i'm not saying don't volunteer right, on campaigns right. obviously um i i i <laughs> need you to literally volunteer for campaigns um but instead of just volunteering for a campaign mm-hmm. right um staying involved afterwards mm. with that representative uh-huh. saying i voted for you because of this issue yeah. and i organized for you in this district And these are the 20 people I organized with during that time. Mm. And if you don't do the thing that you said you would, I will organize against you next time. Uh Um, And being very explicit. And so having this sort of more continual relationship with Uh, your community beyond just the election cycle, because we get to know each other really well. We do a lot of really good work. But Mm. like you said, even with this, like we don't get to know each other. Yeah, we get to do the work. Yeah. And it's a lot of work and it's very busy and it makes everyone exhausted. Yeah. But just um, like
0: what happened with this, the primary campaign, like it all fell away after yeah. he, you know, after he dropped out. Of yeah. the, and it's just like, there was, and that drives me crazy or it makes, and that doesn't drive me crazy. It makes me sad to think about. It's just like, there were millions of people coast to coast. And like, what would have, I mean, it, it would have been a Herculean task and mm-hmm. maybe there wasn't the money for that. Maybe there wasn't the energy for that. Maybe the pandemic would have like thwarted that completely. I don't know, but that 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 is a formidable politically i mean potentially that is a formidable political force Mm -hmm. if there was some durable organization and i'm not i'm not faulting anyone because again that's this herculean but like god damn like that was it
1: and honestly every time someone makes it into an organization of some kind Mm -hmm. i feel like that initiates the bust because all Uh, of a sudden they are a hierarchy of some way it has to go through something there is to be donations of some kind Mm -hmm. um and so it starts to add to the barriers that people have to like getting involved um whereas if it's something that doesn't feel like organizing. If it's you talking with five of your friends uh-huh, uh-huh. and you talk fairly regularly yeah. and it's not something you think of as politics, yeah. then it's much more sustainable I see. because people are just so tired of politics. Like mm. even if you leave out the word politics and you talk about everything else the same, yeah. um, you'll probably get a better reaction. Cause people are just so tired. Right out, yeah. yeah. Mm,
0: interesting. Okay. So, interesting just to 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 build on what you were saying about like maintaining some like durable um organizing structures i think that that's extremely necessary i don't that's not easy but i think it's extremely necessary if we're going to advance if advance some notion of a accountability be progress on the issues that we all care about but so to 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 get into that further um a couple of weeks ago when you and i were talking i'm um, trying to arrange um this you were talking to me about uh, uh are you gonna talk about this van this the van stuff we were talking about
1: uh we, we don't have keep
0: going. okay you were you were talking about um maybe getting a hold of uh van or van data um, so that I don't remember exactly what you're saying because I made you stop talking because I was like, okay, we have to get this recorded. But like, what are, uh, you know, things are as they are right now. Like, things are pretty unorganized. For, for people like you and I, call them burning crats or leftists or whatever, what have you, things are pretty um, disheveled and not organized. <sighs> However, we do, having gone through these experiences um, with campaigns, paid or not, we do have a certain skill set, a certain know-how, we do have the capacity for organization, if we are looking to the future and how we might create it in a better way or, or shift it in a better direction, a life-giving direction that we all care about, healthcare, education, food, housing, you know, etc. everything, how are ways, what are the ways in your mind that we can... Use that skill set, use the data, blah, 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 in order to do that. And I specifically wanted to double click on or uh, have you expand upon like what we were starting to talk about on the phone about Van um, and how that could be. A tool, a method that we can start using for our own ends, and but maybe I'm not understanding that. I love
1: DoubleClick for (laughs) a minute, (laughs) uh, by the way. Um, And so, what I'm going to say is, uh, Van is a um, vote builder system which the Democratic Party typically uses to organize voter data and and coordinate events or. Or lit drops and things like that so there are similar ones um that exist for republicans things like nation builder um there's some competitors to these like pdi there's a few others talk um, about how
0: important things like this are like what it, what role do they play in yeah helping candidates so win or movements win.
1: essentially if you are a uh well so I'm, I'm gonna do two things i'm mm-hmm. gonna say if you are a candidate or you are a fall under a particular guidelines you can access voter data from uh, either the secretary of state or your board of elections um, depending on where you live so the requirements might be slightly different um, if you're out of california to get those but when you're a candidate you definitely can get that um it is uh, decently accurate, right? Because mm-hmm. it's from the Board of Elections or Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. And so that way, when you are going out talking to people, you are not doing it blindly. Mm. Um, and so <laughs> what you want to do when not not just when you're campaigning, but like when you're organizing an area is kind of have a roadmap or like a topographical kind of map mm-hmm you're organizing in the same way you would want a roadmap if you're on a road trip or you would want a topographical map if you're like doing some geologist thing mm-hmm. um geologists use
0: yeah, yeah they I'm use sorry. the rock maps um, yeah, like everybody. it's like topographical map <laughs> is a thing right so all that being said where where how are you thinking about using your skills your know how the tools that you know that are on offer like how are you thinking about using that to sort of reconstitute some manner of organizing um or are you like or is it just i don't know oh
1: tough question know. um i will probably work some more cam- campaigns and be doing organizing um but i think that when like, like, what I, were you
0: talking about the van? What were you, you were super amped so about So
1: I was van. telling you that mm-hmm. um, there, so in, in major cities, a lot of places, like that's the difficult part is like, you'll start organizing on a thing. No one will know exactly what to do. And so no one will do anything yep. or they'll have different ideas of what to do. So then they like make you pick one. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't really have to pick one. You can do things like, Hey, we're going to go to this other meeting. Yep. Hey, we're gonna support this other thing, but like make sure that the thing that you are interested in is being mentioned when you're in other I places, see, right? I see, I see. So instead of you don't
0: come in, you don't come in hot like this is what the fuck we're doing. You yeah. It. Like, oh my god. No. Hey, we're here to uh, we're here to learn more about this. We're here you're to like, hey, this. I and support renters' way, rights, yeah.
1: and uh, by the way, I'm also doing this thing because fuck you Uber. know, fuck Uber. Yeah. Um, because our drivers should have fair pay and wages to be able to afford their rent. So what I would say is don't go in and fuck Uber. That's, that's what I said. That's what you (laughs) said. But what you're going to do is you're going to go in and you're going to say, I care about X. Um, I also care about Y, Y is related to to X X because, Uh, and you tell them. Mm. So that way you're building the connection with individuals, not necessarily with the org that is a coalition. However, when of whenever the prop 22 kind of thing comes up and it is an election, you have seven or ten or a dozen people mm-hmm. in your group which are members of different organizations mm-hmm. who can then go back and ask will you support this effort mm-hmm. and do that coalition building because at that point you have a few people from a few different orgs mm-hmm. that are kind of all on the same page yep. and it's a lot easier to say hey let's send out a event invite for a phone bank to all seven lists and yep. see how many people we get and build from there right mm-hmm. So I think that what happens is that we're very used to organizing within a business framework. Mm -hmm. So that is either with the organization or with a nonprofit or with a campaign or with something else. Um, And I think if we really want accountability, if we really want like better communities, we have to organize just as people Mm. as like the humans we are who talk to each other Mm. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and and yes all of those other things are very important they'll be relevant Mm -hmm. it's not that we're leaving them in the dust we're not going to live in the woods (laughs) um but they they can't be first Mm -hmm. orgs are never first people People. are first
0: Uh 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 so what what are you planning on what are you planning on using VAN for? What would you like to use VAN for? How are you thinking about it? Um,
1: so VAN is just a one of the database systems. I would actually say there are quite a few others that are up and coming. Um, so I think what I was going to talk to you about on the phone is that I I know two or three different people that are uh, software developers mm-hmm. um, that are developing like alternatives to van uh, so that huh. there isn't this monopoly because you have to pay for van and you can only uh, get it under particular conditions um it's okay for nation I, builder and pdi they're different but can i say this yeah
0: i'm we're gonna have to put your put like your twitter handle or something in the in the show lo- show notes because i'm sure people are gonna to follow no up with you Okay, well,
1: I will get a Twitter woman. We,
0: you gonna have to be open to people here because I'm sure someone is gonna like. There, I'm sure that at some point a software engineer will be listening. Who's like, hey, how can I help? Because oh, it I is, can
1: definitely put them in touch with yeah, another. Because there, engineer. I think
0: there is this this groundswell of desire to support, you know, uh, demolishing, abolishing the barrier, the the unnecessary barriers that exist that can like. That can foment some sort of political content yeah just to be
1: frank we have a shit ton of monopolies in a bunch of different areas and it's not useful yeah yeah that's right um but so you're yeah. working
0: with the software engineers to so open would you say I, open source uh, i
1: wouldn't say uh, i'm working with them i would say i know you know some two or three software engineers who are working on various systems mm-hmm. um and they what they essentially do is enable you to get the voter data as the CSV file. Uh-huh. And then instead of uploading it to van or something where you have to pay twenty five hundred dollars a month for it, oh, um, you can you can up- <laughs> you can upload it wow. instead mm-hmm. um, to a system which will do things like um, so part of. Part of my job is like, hey, it would be good to target this group of people for X, Y, Z reasons. Um, and so for smaller campaigns, they don't have somebody that like knows which ones or why they might do that. Sure. Um, they're just like, this is a bunch of voters. They're just in a list. What is happening? I think what these will do is make it much easier for people who had no idea what they were doing mm. to then have the data and have a, it clear what they're doing.
0: Are you saying that moving forward you think that your be- your contribution or your time and talents would be best used in the electoral in the electoral realm? on another campaign are you thinking about anything that is extra electoral meaning outside of the electoral realm or is it just like electoralism is my shit this is where i cut my teeth this is what i understand this is what i enjoy and i think that this electoralism even though it's completely just fucking rubbish depending on your point of view no this but for real we, right right <laughs> this um, is an arena we can't uh, we as people who think people should have health care <laughs> can't ignore like is is that what you're saying?
1: Um. What I would say is, yeah, it's something that, like, it can't be ignored. And especially, like, having worked in it, I feel like if good people who believe these values get tired and leave mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. then like we're not gonna get anywhere
0: but do you but uh, isn't part of it we get tired and we leave because we see that it's not it, this is a strategy that doesn't bear fruit if you're of a certain kind of political bent i'm just playing double advocate here. i mean
1: like yes and no um mm. yes because i mean like not everything works every time. So you're bound to have some losses like that happens. No, but we, um, but we
0: keep taking out. We only take L's. It feels like, well, we also, I mean, if look you're talking at, look about at the primary, look, at just take. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not fussing <laughs> at you. I'm just,
1: that's okay. Fuss away.
0: If you look at, if you take just recently, the 2020 primary mm. and, and how, and how everything shook out in the primary and then onto the, general the the left or progressive flank of the party we got nothing yeah we had the most energy and support up until the night of the long knives and we got nothing so how could someone like a person like me let's just let's call her janelle for example i look at that and i'm just like what the fuck? What, what is there to be done? It's because we get, we get Janelle dick.
1: is looking at the big races uh-huh. and big races are harder to win. So if you okay. want to win big races, mm-hmm. you have to win, you know, if you win 200 city council races and then. 10 of those people run for Senate and then two of them win. Mm. Right. Then you've made the progress so changed of progressive my vantage point. Like, yeah, we you, did. We
0: did get a Cory Bush, this guy, go- like someone pretty like good working class who, unse- exactly. Who goal. So we got some progressive wins statewide, locally. And, and California. I'm going to tell you,
1: it mm-hmm. sucks when we lose. It sucks a lot, mm-hmm. especially because there's so much on the line for so many people. Yeah. Um. But I think if I, as a person who works, Campaigns. Mm-hmm. If I were discouraged every time I lost, mm-hmm. I would not still be in this. Uh-huh. But the thing is, you like. You
0: just came up with a losing proposition, didn't you?
1: I just lost two. Oh,
0: two. You That's lose a- sometimes. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: um, but what happens is that, like, I want the realm of politics to have people who believe in human rights, right? Mm-hmm. And so That's if cool. everyone who believes in human rights is looking at the elections and we see losses on the national scale mm-hmm. and on some state levels and then it's discouraged and then checks out the people who just won mm-hmm. they're not checking out uh, they're still there mm-hmm. and so i don't want like i don't know if i want to do politics forever i'm not gonna lie i get tired of campaigns yeah, like i need yeah, a break i yeah. need to do some other stuff in between them yeah. so thank god it's seasonal um <laughs> but what happens is that like I I literally can't abandon it because I don't want to cede that ground to someone else. But is
0: it again, I'm just and, you know, I love you. I'm just I ask these in good faith whether or not you see ground has zero effect on how how directly antagonistic the mainstream Democratic Party is to your interests. So it doesn't. So what I'm saying is, is it does it actually matter i ask this because I'm, I'm not asking this to be like you know like no i'm with you um but it, does it matter if people like us are even involved because it seems like we get even if even when yeah in it, for an example and not to pick on her because nobody's perfect but even when you get an insurgent to unseat an incumbent to great fanfare like mm-hmm. an aoc it's not like she's able to just Come out and tell the truth about Nancy and be like, no, fuck you, Mama Bear. I'm not. I ain't with it. You. Full well, it's of shit. because she's
1: not Gen Z. Gen Z will be like, fuck you. Um,
0: <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like so even, yeah. Like there's still there's yeah. still a level of there's still a level of uh what's the word? Not we we still live in old guard. So
1: what I would say is that um, at previous times in American history, when both when there has been high polarization and both parties have been Uh, very entrenched even when they weren't necessarily Democrats and Republicans the Mm -hmm. way that there was an adjustment um, was very like age and generational centric where it was a younger guard of people in both parties Mm -hmm. that came up and was like you guys are full of shit Mm -hmm. and then as a unit there was an era of bipartisanship which Mm -hmm. isn't really bipartisan it's kind of just like hey we didn't like what these older people were doing Mm -hmm. can they've been there forever and then it switches and then there is increased tension among that until we're at such a point as there is increased polarization Mm -hmm. again um so i think that the best bet like structurally to actually get some sort of adjustment because like like you said, like we can get one-offs all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to matter until you get the 51st one-off in a hundred Senate, right? Sure. So you can't believe well, it because mm-hmm. nothing happens, but for a long time you have to deal with nothing happening while you are actively working. And, and building toward power. Like, if you approach all electoral politics as if it exists only in electoral politics, then we're going to get, like, really predictable outcomes Mm -hmm. um and so i think right now everything's very siloed like that's electoral politics over there Mm -hmm. and here's everything else Mm. i'm doing um and it really needs to be more cohesive in that like what am i doing on the daily like that i'm not even thinking about that will affect electoral politics or that Mm -hmm. i can do
0: that would like Mm. can i so are you saying that that's a that's a i need to (laughs) You didn't say this directly, but (laughs) uh, because I'm a masochist, like I need to, I need to unsettle this, like this binary of electoral, uh, like electoralism and everything else. Like, yeah, can, there are, that's a, that's a false binary that I need to like challenge. Yeah. Um, I would say that
1: that's something that, and it's, and it's really common too, because it's hmm. a lot easier to be like, that is the election. And there are things that are like specifically election related. Right. Um, but broadening that so that we are not as constrained by it i think is I really really important but
0: what does that mean to not be constrained by it and what does it mean to not live in that false binary
1: i think it would give me mean, another example i think it would mean that uh janelle who cares about uh medicare for all mm-hmm. would call a person who they know is not for medicare for all mm-hmm. who's like their friend mm-hmm. and check on them mm-hmm. Because that's what friends should do first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, mention, like, when they're like, How have you been? Um, mention something that, that is relevant to that issue. Mm. Say, I just met with my friend the other day, and, and her mom had a tumor taken out that was 30 pounds. That was a crazy story to hear. Mm. You know, like, um, make it tangible for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that they aren't just thinking about healthcare in the realm of politics. So mm. that they aren't just thinking about healthcare when they're in the hospital. Mm. So that when they think of their best friend, mm-hmm. they think of their best friend's healthcare. Mm. Um, so that when they think but of but then
0: what what is the step after that that can push us from the like. From the peer-to-peer to to fucking Nancy bring the Medicare for All bill to the floor. Well, well, you're
1: going to be like, oh, hey, you were a Republican, but uh, how about you vote against Nancy Pelosi? Mm -hmm. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, if you have already developed a relationship with someone where you can talk about political things outside of the realm of Mm -hmm. electoral politics, Mm -hmm. then it's that much easier when you bring up
0: something electoral, electoral and have mm.
1: a recommendation for oh. them because you already have that credibility. You They already know like, Hey, we agree on these issues. They're not going to take it as like, you're telling me how to vote mm. like that sort of thing. Mm,
0: so I think I'll have one more question for you because, then I need to eat. Um, but what, what do you, what do you look forward to either in terms of your own personal political practice or what do you see as possibility for a collective um political movement and I, that's a that feels like a weird question to ask because it's like right now it's like Fuck! Can we all just not die from a pandemic? Can we? Can we still like, (laughs) you know, get over our like hatred for you know a lot of mainstream politics? Blah blah blah. All these things. But what is it that when you, you know, like take a breath when Hmm. you know we have, you know, reunion calls with volunteers and whatever? Like, how are you thinking about? how are you thinking about forward progress forward movement and like not necessarily that you're doing it, but how do you think about it and how do you imagine we could, or we should, that's a Um, big question.
1: It is. And, and to be honest, I, I want to say like, I don't actually expect that much. Huh? Um, Why do you
0: say that? And what do you mean?
1: I think that what will happen is that, um, because some people burn out as other people come in mm-hmm. that will look back in ten years and be in very much the same situation. Ah. Um, because the people we have right right now will will burn out and mm-hmm. have, have a hard time continuing mm-hmm. right. So I think that the the biggest thing I would prefer to see would be a focus on the burnout that collectively, ah. like as hmm. not, not even just like left-ish people, but yeah, just like yeah. as a society people. that we are experiencing, yeah. there are so many things mm-hmm. coming at so many people yeah. all the time yeah, um, that you end up tuning out from all of it. Mm-hmm. Because it's either like, Oh, All or nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we'll have a lot of people, especially like as there's a depression, as there's like less jobs. I think we'll have a lot of people that don't see the point in like continuing, not yeah, even just continuing course. in politics, right. but maybe like not continuing their lives. Yeah, um, and yeah. we don't have much, I think, cultural capacity um, in the United States to sit and have the kind of, like, emotional and difficult conversations mm-hmm. that are necessary to um, not only, like, be able to alleviate those things, but even to acknowledge that they exist. Uh. Acknowledge that, like, if you are an Amazon worker, even if you were getting paid well, that there are parts of that job that is exhausting.
0: Okay, you've given me a lot to think what, uh? Of. What would
1: you... Same question.
0: No, oh, that's not fair. Of course it's fair. <laughs> um, it's the most fair. Yeah, that's right. I think that what I, uh, ulti- big picture, ultimately, the future I, that I hope to produce is a future in which um, we are able to, like, eliminate material depravity. So that's the big picture, how we get there. I'm I'm going to have to sit and chew on what she said about the binary of electoralism and everything else because because to me it is a very it is a very very um stark um i i got something for you for that one can you just shut the fuck up i'm recording a show (laughs) thank you (laughs) praise the lord (laughs) okay I'm, I'm going... going Okay, thank you. Did you already Love order? You the too. No. That's what why you, I'm here. What I'm are really, you going to really order? Oh, super. Something with meat, please. Yeah. Okay, great.
1: Right. Um, what I would say is mm-hmm. while you're thinking about that, the the way I think about it because mm-hmm. I encounter this problem very often with things that I am inclined to silo into its own thing, sure. but that is somewhat related to something else. Sure, sure, sure.
0: Ooh, okay. go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um,
1: one of my geometry professors uh one of my geometry teachers when i was in like sixth grade Mm -hmm. uh a square is a rectangle a rectangle is not a square Mm -hmm. so
0: electoral politics is the square it
1: is part of the rectangle but also the rectangle is not square like Uh, life isn't electoral politics but electoral politics is a part of life Uh so it is both siloed like it is its own thing yeah but it is also similar to this other thing. That's so I mm. it, in a very similar vein is how I think of electoral politics. It is related and it's very similar uh, to life. It's obviously connected. It's not mm. like there's but there's these obvious differences, too, yeah, that yeah, make yeah, it unique yeah. on yeah. its own.
0: I, yeah. No, 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 I get you. I get what you're saying. I just I'm going to have this. I'm just going to have this. I just never I did not think that, as I was thinking of things in my own mind, that I was, as as you suggested, like creating this false binary. Because to me, it is a completely binary choice. Like there's electoralism, and then there's not. Like there's electoralism, and then there's labor. There's electoralism, and there's da da da. da. But I and and I, I, I'm I'm sitting here trying to under. I'm sitting here trying to process a challenge to that binary that i have created and been stuck in that being said i have to sit with that because because in my mind how it works let me let me tell you how tell it works me about it mind. yeah in my mind how it works is okay electoralism is completely un, in this country is completely unresponsive at the federal level to a political project centered or which has the bedrock of Universal concrete material benefits for working people, which is what my politic is. Okay, so that being the case, fuck electoralism because it's not responsive. But what are the force? What are the what are the related or adjacent forces? Or what are the forces that can have, can produce a response? And in my current analysis, this is before you fucked me up with this whole like binary thing. My in my current analysis, which I'm not which we're all always thinking we're all growing, blah, blah, growing. That means like we need to we need to shift our focus to labor and organizing it as a countervailing force to capital. That is where my that's my current analysis. But
1: I still be loving that, though. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we talked a lot about electoral politics. I mean, like, let's just say labor is amazing and I'll leave it at that. But keep going, keep going.
0: But so so that's how I'm thinking. Well, that's what I have been thinking lately is just like maybe we need to completely not completely abandon it because it's it's, because in order to in order for labor to have produced that countervailing effect on capital, which is the dominant force in our electoral politics, like we would still need representatives to legislate something like Medicare. You know, like in, in my mind, like, you know, there's some sort of like targeted general strike. Mm-hmm. That puts pressure on the owners of capital who put pressure on our elected officials because that's all they that's those are the people they yeah, care double about. step. yeah, double step. but we but you can't completely abandon, even when I say it out lot, you can't completely abandon electoralism because you you need those legislators to legislate into existence Medicare for all, or a debt jubilee or, you know, blah blah, blah, blah. So it's or taxes on them rich people or taxes on these rich bitches. So it's like, I'm trying to make sense of my own thoughts. Anyway, do you have any more questions?
1: Mm, probably, but I can't think of them right now. Okay. Now yeah. I'm thinking about what is it you were getting for dinner. I don't
0: know. I think they're. I think they're ordering pizza. I'm hungry as so fuck, and I think somebody's. Oh, yeah, you were
1: saying you were. Uh, yeah, somebody eat ages go. Have,
0: Um. Yeah, but it's more important to speak to you. Eat, <laughs> you. Um, this was wonderful, Holly. Thank you. This um, was nice. I. Uh, I'm really gonna have to sit with the, the binary question so thank you for that it's um, hard
1: just uh don't don't worry about binary or non-binary just be like square rectangle it is both we're yeah. fine
0: oh boy um, this this has given me a lot to wade through and honestly i have not stopped it's a week later and i have not stopped thinking about um this conversation so if anyone can help me straighten out some of my thoughts you know where to find me uh don't forget to subscribe tell your friends um tell the world and find us on twitter and instagram and i'll see you next week